Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Happy Monday! Uh, this is the Maintenance and Mindfulness Group Live, where I like to chat about maintenance and answer any questions that you got. So if you're joining me live, uh, let me know if you have any questions. So in the weight loss group, because a lot of people who are in maintenance will repeat the program again to solidify their weight. Again, four, four, four stages of finally and forever. Lose your weight, check. Solidify your weight. That's putting three months into helping your body make your new weight your new norm. The third is that maintenance, testing the waters, right? Like what does maintenance now look like and feel like to you? You know, here's where you're starting to relax on maybe asking the four questions or weighing yourself each day and, you know, maybe indulging here or there, having the pizza, having the fries, having the chips, just kind of being more relaxed on that, utilizing back on track, of course, whenever you need. And eventually get to a place where you wake up, look good, feel good. You don't need to ask those four questions because you've asked them so many times. You know, you know, when you've had enough, you know, when, you know, you, you you, you need more, you know, when you're indulging, you just know, you just know. And that's really where you just wake up, look good, feel good and go about your day, right? That's where we're trying to get everybody to that. Not that, not that then that's where it's just like, you're good to go because you are going to be challenged in life. You're going to have some times that are more stressful than others. You're going to have times you're going to be indulging more than others. And you're just being mindful, right? Like, being aware of how your choices are affecting you and not just your food choices, but, you know, managing your stress and your sleep and moving your body and environments that you are functioning in, you know, work environments, your relationships with other people. The, the coolest thing about not only losing your weight through the living method and then moving on with your weight, being in tune to all the changes that you've made is it puts you in tune with everything. You know, I always talk about how the end of the program or the end of your weight loss journey, you want to be able to trust that your body tells you when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat. Right. And so, so that is a lot of work that's gotten you to this place to be in tune. And a lot of that was because of the mindfulness that we covered during the program. So mindfulness goes beyond just asking those four questions. So first thing I want to ask you is, are you in maintenance? Are you still asking those four questions? Because, you know, being in tune can take a lot longer than the time that you've actually put into losing your weight. So if you just said one program, one and done, you know, you lost all your weight. Now you're working through maintenance. It could take you a while to really like not just be in tune to your body's needs, but be able to trust that your, your body is telling you what it needs. Right. Because some people I say that trust what your what your body tells you when to eat, what to eat and how much they're like what if my body wants a donut and I'm like well your body never really wants a donut your body wants you to eat healthy nutrient-rich foods it's usually what you're associating with that donut and that's why we work so hard when you're losing weight on on working through those issues and associations what does that like your favorite food let's think about your favorite food because people are always like oh you know it's it's so hard not to eat this or I can't wait to eat that well what is it about that food 
What is it about your favorite food? Like, do you just really love the flavor of it? It tastes really good. It brings you joy. Like, what is it? Or is it about the association? Well, I love pizza night because I grew up with pizza night. And that's really when you're around your friend, your family, for example, and you just, it's the end of the week. And maybe your parents were more relaxed. And maybe this is when you played board games or whatever, right? So so this is where that that food that you fantasize about or you think like, oh, my body wants donuts. Well, why do you want donuts? Do you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's some association there, right? So these are the things we have to really kind of look deeper into, especially if you're struggling with them now that you are in maintenance, right? So, so mindfulness and maintenance is a whole other thing. What is it about? <laughs> you know, yes, it's asking the four questions, but when we're going through the weight loss program, it's beyond just getting in tune with those portions, right? So week three of the program, mindfulness is about just showing up and doing what you need to do, right? Just constantly just doing what you need to do, being super consistent with that. Um, it's also about kind of working through how you've used food. Right. So this is where you're no longer or you're working through using food when you are sad or mad or, you know, bored or stressed in all of those things. And it's a great it's great with the program that we, you know, spend a couple of weeks on it. But really, it's not a long time to be spending on some issues that can really, really, really run deep there. So mindfulness is beyond just the four questions. It's really just being about super into. And so once you're in maintenance, you know, you have your why while you're trying to lose and you're focusing on the things you need to do to get that scale moving. But your your why in maintenance and why you are being mindful, it's for a whole other reason, really. You know, so you're you're being mindful to make choices that make you feel good. That I mean, that, to me, that's sort of like, this is how I live my life, right? So yesterday, for example, um, I had some eggs in the morning and avocado, and then Tony and I went golfing, and we didn't bring any snacks with us. I don't know why, don't ask me why. And of course, it was really hot. I, the weather right now is so ridiculous. It's cold in the morning, and then I'm sweating my ass off, and I swear I had a heat stroke. By the end of the day, didn't drink enough water and, you know, felt like garbage by the time I got home. I had a headache, didn't feel good. And then I was like, okay, I just want to go to bed. But then I was also really hungry. And so mindfulness is like being aware of how you're feeling beyond just when you're trying to lose weight, right? Like I should have brought water with me. I should have brought snacks with me. Like I'm not bringing the water and the snacks as I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to bring the water and snacks as I want to feel really good. So that was a massive major miss for me. So note to self, next time I go golfing, <laughs> you know, bring some more water, bring some freaking snacks, you know, um, or at least keep them in the car or something. So your mindfulness is always just being mindful and aware of where you are at and what you need and also a little bit of where you're going and what you want to achieve too. So it's a little different. So what does mindfulness mean to you this week? Okay, so I have um, Frankie left a comment uh, in the group today. So I'm going to read and see where she's at. Hi, Gina. I'm just over a year in maintenance. As mentioned before, join the fall group to refresh and solidify. Love that. And I also decided I want to lose lose four to five more pounds as I feel more comfortable there. Yeah, we talk about this all the time. While you're trying to lose weight, you you are you see your lowest low by doing all the things every single day, day in, day out in order to see that lowest low. And then once you're not living that kind of life where you're trying to see your lowest low every day and, you know, you start letting other things in like your, you know, your breads, your pastas and whatnot can cause the body to retain water. And so you may find your weight is 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 up a little bit on average, about five pounds. So once you've lost your weight, your weight, it's normal for your weight to sit about five pounds above. So I always say my weight range is like 119 to like 130. That's sort of my range. And when we talk about set point, your set point isn't just one number. It's not just one number. And that's where you stay. It's like a 10 pound 
pound range, right? From your lowest low up to about 10 pounds, nothing to be concerned about. If your weight is going up towards the higher end, chances are the choices that you're making are causing it to be up towards your higher end. And this is where you just get back on track, start managing your stress, get better sleep, you know, clean up your diet. I hate saying that word, but you know what I mean, for lack of a better word and get back to feeling really good. So it's probably not your weight fluctuating up that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's that you now know what it feels like to feel really, really good. And you felt really good because you were managing your stress and moving your body and, you know, trying to get better sleep and do all the things. It wasn't just trying to lose weight that made you feel better or losing the weight that made you feel better. It was all the things in combination that you were doing to achieve your goal that made you feel better. So after we're in maintenance, we're no longer doing all of the things and maximizing our efforts every day. And nor would you want to. It's not a life where you want to live. Although there is something to be said about recognizing the choices that you're making that that fed into you feeling really good, right? These are these are all things that are just healthy lifestyle changes that you're making. Okay, so it's pretty normal also to be in maintenance for a while. And then because once you lose your weight, you feel great. You're like, oh, I feel amazing. I've worked with so many clients who are like, oh, I feel amazing. I'm ready for maintenance. I don't want to focus on weight loss anymore. Great. Then they're in maintenance for a while. And they're like, you know what? I've been thinking I have a few more pounds I could lose. Okay, awesome. Go for it. Because only you know what it's like to feel comfortable in your skin. And after your weight has time to settle, this is really important. After you've solidified your weight, then what happens is like when you have a fat day, quote unquote fat day, for lack of a better word for it, you feel just as fat as you felt, even if you've lost 100 pounds. The feeling is exactly the same. And so a lot of times that's your body saying, hey, I'm not feeling so hot here. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. You know, maybe you can, you know, drink a little bit more water, move your body more, like, you know, get some better sleep, lose a few pounds, you know, that type of thing. There's a reason why you feel uncomfortable in your body. Like there's one thing mentally where you're stressing, oh, I look like garbage and I'm got to lose weight so I can fit into those pants. But the feeling that you feel, that's your body saying, hey, I don't feel so great. You know, so if you feel like you want to lose, like you said, you feel more comfortable if you lose four to five more pounds. Great. So if that's your plan, then you got to go for it. What you don't want to do is get caught in some weird, I'm maintaining, hope I lose more. I'm maintaining, trying to lose more. Like, what are you doing? Like you can maintain the weight that you've lost and still go for more. Let me say that again. You can maintain the weight that you've lost and still go for more. But you have to, if you're going for more, even if it's just four or five pounds, because you know how hard it can be for someone to lose five pounds, you got to be all in with that. You got to be all in with that. Make your focus specifically losing your weight. And then once you've lost your weight, then you roll back into maintenance. Anyway, let's get back to what you said here. I've decided I want to lose four to five more pounds as I feel more comfortable there. So first two weeks in pretty much hit that last nine days, my weight goes up and down the same one to two pounds, major plateau. Okay. So normally when your weight goes up and down like that, it can be that bounce back. So usually a little bit more water, a little bit more rest, a little bit more movement, you know, just kind of like your body's trying to go there and just, it's a little nudge. I mean, eventually your weight is going to drop, but if you just want to nudge it a little bit, those are kind of the things that you can focus on, right? Uh, major plateau. Murray gave some great reminders, which I intellectually knew, but always reassured to hear them again as the scale can still play with the mind. Yeah. So this is why it's really great if you are repeating the program, even though you feel like you've read all the information and you know this is to, to do a refresher on it. That maximizing post, uh, I know there's one posted in the maintenance group, all those things that you can do besides food, water, and any supplements to not only lose weight, but to, you know, just feel really good day in, day out. There's a lot that you can do there. I would definitely look into those. 
Uh, I'm guessing that since my body was way different than when I started in January 2022 and 40 pounds lighter, the early plateau is more likely uh, and to help solidify when I drop, I drop. Listen to Fresh Eyes again. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So you hear me, you would have heard me say this a lot. How quickly you lose in the beginning is zero indication of how successful you will be. It just... It's not really some people's bodies will choose to take the resources and, you know, make change, repair and rebuild like and other people, they'll see the drop on the scale. So I don't know what's going on with you. Maybe your stress levels are a little different, right? Maybe your environment has changed. Maybe you maybe, you know, again, transitioning from the fall, like sort of summer into fall. So we have our heat now up higher. It's much more dehydrating environments. You may need to bust your water up a little bit. Your sleep cycles might be a little off because you're still on the longer days summer sleep schedule when the days are getting a lot shorter. Maybe you're still forcing yourself to eat like salads and and summer foods um, as opposed to, you know, adding in those heavier carbs like the rices, potatoes, quinoas and whatnot. You know, those those kind of foods that you crave as you roll into fall and winter, they're important to give your body those types of foods. It's important that you make that seasonal transition. So it could be this time of year that you lost versus the, the time of year that you're going back in. There's a lot of variables to this, but here's what you need to know. Not losing in the first few weeks of the program. I don't care if you've lost 100 pounds or what your history is. Totally normal. It, you don't just because you've lost and been successful before doesn't mean you're going to come back in and you're going to lose weight right away. It could be solidifying your weight. So I don't know what your summer was like if you've been maintaining your weight and your weight went up a little bit in the summertime and now it's just coming back down. I don't know what these last few weeks of fall have been for you. Maybe you're a teacher and you're back to school and it's just your it's chaotic. Your routine is different. Your stress levels are are, are much higher. Do you know what I mean? Like if that could have more to do with it and your body needing to adjust. It takes your body about three weeks to calm down from any kind of stress in the body and change. This is why the holidays are very stressful right here there everywhere off foods whatnot routine change long nights you know drinking the more la 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 feeling family feeling emotions all that stuff it can take a while for your bodies to calm down from all of that right so the fall is kind of very similar to that you're rolling off a summer routine into a fall routine you know your mindset is a little different and your stress is a little different so yes you have a whole new body. So you are, you do want to kind of forget you've done the program before. You have the advantage. So remember all the things that you need, you know, right? And you know how to maximize, you know, to ask the four questions. You have the advantage there. But in terms of how your body's responding and what your body needs, pretend like you've never done the program before because you want to bring this new body to the table. A lot of times people will get stuck on what their portion sizes were and then they'll get back into what they look like and you're forgetting that it's about what they feel like, not about what they look like, right? So uh, a year in maintenance, your metabolism is probably really high. You know, it could be that you need more portion-wise rather than less. If you're just used to eating one egg in the morning when you used to eat three, so you think now that's what you need to eat. When your metabolism is much higher, it's a different season. You know, maybe you've added more workout and, and more more like movement to your daily routine. So you actually need three eggs now instead of one, but you're used to eating one because that's what you were eating when you lost your weight. So now you're only having one. And when in reality, you really need three. That's why this is such a good week. This is such a great week to sort of ground yourself and be mindful about where what you need and where you're at right now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, I realize the road to finally and forever is a journey for me, one that I'll be traveling likely daily and I'm okay with that. My version of personalizing the plan when I get there again is is the way I prefer to eat now, just feel better. I cannot join the, the noon, but I will listen later. Well, hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, it's such a journey. You know, I talk about this all the time with me. Like I've made, I've lost, I lost my weight 30 something years ago and maintained ever since. Um, and I have that range, right? But sometimes I sit on the higher rate. I've been sitting at the higher end lately because I've had a lot of stress in my life. And it just seems like the minute I recover from the stress and just get hit with more stress, it's just been that kind of season for me in my life. Um, grateful, not complaining, but it's been through some shit. And, um, and then hormonally, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 my, my body's changing. Its needs are changing. And so I need to adjust to that. Um, so there's been a lot going on and I know exactly why my weight is sitting on the higher end. And am I doing all the things I can do to, to bring it right back down to my lowest low? No, I'm not. I'm not. There's a lot more I could do. Um, I'm not in a rush to get there. I mean, I am, but also I know I'm going to get there. So I'm not concerned. Oh my God, I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to gain all my weight back. And, you know, 30 years later, I'm not going to gain my weight back. Right now, what's happening is that my body is being affected by a variety of things. And I'm trying to manage that the best that I can. You know, like never in my life have I had to run a company this size and all the responsibilities that come with it. And, you know, the, the, the pressure of helping 30,000 people people reach their finally and forever weight loss goals. A lot of pressure on that, you know, so I'm trying to cut myself some slack. So there are going to be times in your life where your, your weight's going to go up and then you're going to come right back down. You know, it's just, it's, it's something you're, I don't want to say you're going to have to manage it. You're going to have to be mindful of it. Like what caused you to gain the weight in the first place? This is a conversation on the live in the weight loss group I was having. Like, think about that. People are so fearful of gaining their weight back, but you have to think about how did you gain it in the first place? Like for most people, it accumulated over years and years and years. And 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 we're really associated with dieting, right? Starving, depriving. Like, don't we all look back at ourselves when we were like 20 and be like, oh my God, like I, I thought I I thought I was fat when I was 20 and I was not fat. I was like, what? You know what I mean? You look back and year over year, you wish you'd look back and looked how you looked the year before, you know? Um, so yeah, so there's gonna be different seasons in your life and different ranges of weight. This is why I carry my jeans in two sizes. <laughs> I have those uh, I have those good American jeans that they're stretchy. So there's like sizes like one through four and then four to 12 or something like that. I, I have both sizes. I just automatically order in two sizes. Um, you know, one time of the month, I can be up 10 pounds. You know, three weeks later, I'm down 10 pounds. And that's just kind of how it's going to be. So this is why mindfulness, mindfulness again, is so important because it's just being mindful. I'm always so aware that it seems like a lot of work and all the skills and all the things that you're doing while you were losing your weight has made you mindful and in tune. Like you've done the work. It's not any harder. It's just being really aware. You know, like if you start eating donuts for breakfast every day, I mean, yeah, that's not great for you. But beyond that, it's not just having a donut. It's having them often. When you have sugar, you crave more sugar. 
Do you know what I mean? And then you don't feel well, and then you don't make good choices. You got tummy aches, and then you're not as act. Like it's just it's a whole snowball effect where you know how certain things that you are choosing to eat and choosing to do are affecting you. So when you start to feel like shit, for lack of a better word, you need to be like, okay, <laughs> I need to get back to feeling really good. And this is what back on track is all about. I see Sid coming in. Hi, Sid. Mindfulness week comes at the perfect time. Still sitting at within three pounds of my lowest low. Amazing. But I know I wasn't mindful enough during the Jewish high holidays over the last month. Yeah. And that's okay, right? At least you're not sitting there being like, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain all this weight back. You know, you know, you know why you feel like that, right? So it's just a matter of, and again, I always say this, cleaning it up. I hate that word because I don't want to assume that food is dirty and clean. I mean, we should stop prefacing that, but um, I would hate for anyone to hear me say that. This is sort of like, it's about choosing, making choices that make you feel good. Get back to making more choices that make you feel good. Now, there are those choices where it it feels good to eat that food because we are around friends and we're around family. And comfort food comes from that place of the feeling that you get when you are around people that you love and where you're, you're you know, you're, you you feel the love and usually associate that we, we feel the food and we're talking and we're eating and then we're, you know, our, our insulin levels are going up and we're getting that sort of euphoric high from eating too much. You know what I mean? That's where we associate that with, you know, so there's times where that is warranted and wanted and worth it. Absolutely. You know? And so then you say to yourself, okay, it's the like same thing. Like whether it's your Jewish holidays or whether it's Christmas or whatever that might be, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up this weekend here in Canada. Like your weight issue is not because of what you're choosing to eat on Thanksgiving, right? Like it's not the stuffing and the turkey and the 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 pie. It's not Thanksgiving. That that's not it. You're not you, you didn't have weight to lose because of Thanksgiving. Do you know what I mean? It's it's the high stress, lack of sleep, the constant dieting, the all of that, not prioritizing yourself, all those things that have accumulated over years and years and years. I was talking also about um, in the weight loss group today, things like taking antibiotics. Taking antibiotics kills all the bad bacteria, also the good stuff in your microbiome. And that can take years to get it back to functioning properly so that your body not getting the nutrients from its food, you know, could lead to your health issues. Your stress could have, sorry, weight issues. Your stress could have led to your weight issues. Your sleep issues can um, attribute to weight issues, all those things, you know. So why did you gain that weight back? Why did you gain weight in the first place? will give you a great insight. If you haven't done that yet, go back and track or give you insight into what you need to do and focus on or to make sure that that doesn't happen again, you know? I love this week of mindfulness. Hi, Adrian. Spot on, Gina. I have to say, after losing the 62 pounds and then putting on 15, I feel ickier with the plus 15. I often did at 202. Yes, it messes with your mind, but so true. Yeah, because, you know, you feel amazing after you've lost your weight and then you're, once your weight has time to settle, then it's your new norm. So bonus... Now you're at a point where you're recognizing your new weight is your new norm, right? So that's, that's a great place to be. Um, and then maybe you're not as mindful about your food choices or, or remember there's three reasons why you gain weight back, right? Not putting time into solidifying your weights. That's a big one. Um, number two is, you know, situational change. And situational changes isn't like moving houses. It could be going back to work if you've been at home. It could be having to now take care of kids when you weren't before. It could be, you know, now having to do things on your own when you had a partner to do them on. Like situational changes, like it can mean so many things. And it's like a change has happened in your life and you're not taking the time to adjust to that. 
new sleep routine, no new, you know, new whatever it is in your life that change, right? That change. And then the other one is, is not being mindful, right? Like, you know, fully aware of how foods are <laughs> and your choices are affecting you. Also, I would say old habits too, right? Sometimes we fall back into old habits and it's not until we fall back into them and then we recognize, okay, I'm not feeling good. This isn't where it's a comfortable place, but it doesn't work for me anymore. Do you know, like so many people, I think have this idea of when I lose weight, I'm going to go back to living how I was living. Well, you probably felt like shit most of the time. And, you know, you, you have this sense of like, it was freedom. I could eat what I want and life was so wonderful, but really you're, you're forgetting how you felt physically. You didn't feel good. You know, you, <laughs> you didn't really feel good. And so we forget about that. So sometimes our habits, you can fall back into old habits. And then it's not until we fall back into them, we realize that we're doing them. And then we're like, oh, okay, this, sometimes that's how you define the habit that you know you you need to move on from. It's not until you fall back into the habit that you realize, oh, this is like, this is what I do. And then, then probably it was feeding into why you had to lose weight in the first place. And then you have to recognize it doesn't really work for you anymore. It's like a lot of times we glorify foods, like I was saying, right? Why, why, do I, why do I feel like I'm missing out on this or missing out on that food? Why do I feel like I need to eat this food to have fun? It's like pizza on a Friday night, right? So if that's your jam and you really enjoy that, I bet you, you could go to pizza night and not eat pizza and still have a great time. Having the pizza or not isn't gonna affect the the good time that you have you have pizza it takes what five minutes to eat it you're done you ate the pizza then you have a belly ache for the next hour <laughs> you know what I mean it's not the pizza that made it fun it was the people and the associations to that food right and a lot of times we think the food is the defining like core memory is the food the food is the thing in fact studies show it's not about the food it's the anticipation of the food that's what we love, the anticipation of having it. And then what happens is we have it and then we just like, oh my God, I'm eating it and I'm eating it. And you break yourself on it and it wasn't, didn't actually bring you the joy that you thought. Um, I didn't spend any time solidifying my weight loss because life got in the way and I'm up eight pounds. I felt much better lower. So I'm repeating the process to lose that extra and solidify my weight, finding it a little harder this time around. Yeah. Well, probably you're finding it harder because it's a different season and life got in the way, right? Like, like life got in the way. There's a lot, there's lots of things that happen second, third, fourth, fifth time around because life, we're trying to do it while life is smacking us in the face, you know, and whatever sort of got in your way probably has done a number on you physically, mentally as well, right? So you're dealing with that, that maybe added extra stress, whatever that the, res, the resid, residuals of whatever that is. You know, so, so I like this. The important part is, is that you are going to solidify the weight that you've lost before at the same time, leveling up and helping the body, you know, release more fat and the same time working, continuing to work through those issues, habits, beliefs, associations, all that stuff, right? Like you can lose your weight quite quickly, but that doesn't mean that you're done the work that you need to do in order to sustain your weight. That's why I love this mindfulness week. I think we don't talk about mindfulness enough in, uh, in maintenance, definitely applying the mindfulness last week and this week, uh, I has, has gotten out of the habit. Yeah. Right. We, we, I see, I'm mindful all the time, all day, every day, but I've created the habit of being mindful, right? Like it, it really is. So a lot of times your, your brain, the space in your brain is wired to what am I eating? What am I not eating? Old thoughts and habits and beliefs and, you know, your pattern of, of how you're thinking. I've, I've had a long time to work through that, you know? So my mindfulness just comes naturally because I, I make a point every day when I get up, I'm grounding myself, right? 
every day I'm getting up. So I kind of like, I close my eyes before I get out of bed and I visualize my day. Sort of what do I need to do? The meetings I need to have, where I need to go and how I want to feel while I'm doing all of this. And I, the first thing I do is assess how I'm feeling in the morning. Like if I'm not feeling so great, then like today I had to take some Advil to go to bed. Like I said, I went golfing. I think I got some sunstroke. My face is all red, even though I use sunscreen and um, I'm feeling it today. I'm having a bit, a bit of a headache. So I didn't like plan to have a rock star super awesome productive day today because I was just like meh <laughs> it's not matching where I'm at you know that's it's a little different than waking up in a negative mindset then usually I can like pump myself out and get it. that's just my mindset but now I'm I actually there's a source there's a reason why I don't feel so hot so when I'm sitting there this morning thinking about my day I didn't put any expectations for me to have a rock star I'm gonna crush it kind of day um, I was like just be in the moment and be here for my day and you know maybe just take it a little bit easier today so I got some meetings and stuff and I just you know I because I don't have the capacity mentally to do a bunch of stuff that I probably should be doing I'm gonna go do my laundry I'm gonna clean my room I'm gonna do some other things that are gonna make me feel more productive and take some stress off me but I know that that's my capacity for today that's my expectation. I'm already exceeding my expectation because I'm here. <laughs> as you guys know, I checked in late today as I was having a bit of a day. So I, I, I checked in late today. I didn't put my pressure on myself. I said, you know what? They're going to be fine. They're, they'll survive without me for a couple hours. I love checking into the maintenance group and seeing where you're at, but I'm not going to put that pressure on myself. So, um, and then when I got it done, I actually enjoyed connecting with you guys and did it right. So, so that's what I do. I kind of harmonize, see myself, visualize, go through my day, set the tone for my day and whatnot. And then I'm in the moment. I really, for the most part, try to be in the moment, take a deep breath before I say some things that I might, you know, <laughs> I want to say, but shouldn't say in meetings and just kind of really recognize, okay, like, you know, you're a little tired today. So maybe you need to seem to like, you know, sit there. If you feel something bothers you, there's something about it that's probably bothering you rather than just being reactive to something while you take a minute and kind of assess what that is and whatnot. So, so it, it puts you in tune with everything, mindfulness, you know, and it's, uh, you can really get out of the habit of it. It's it, my point is it's something I, I work towards constantly, which then makes it not such a big job because it just happens naturally. But I do, I do, you know, harmonize my day every day. I do things like set intentions, end of day reflections. I find that's really helpful. I think that's just a great life skill. Um, not just necessarily a lose your weight, maintain your weight type of thing. I think it's just a good life skill. Like what your to other people just have a to-do list in life. You know what I mean? Um, so I like to just be grounded sort of in how I'm feeling and uh, being aware of what your body needs, right? Um, I was upping, uh, I was umping on the diamond in the sun and heat from 830. Uh, oh, you're umping in the diamond. You're a, you're a, you're a baseball ump. I love that in the sun and the heat from 830 to 630 PM on Saturday, nine to one Sunday without once getting to sit down, brought snacks, but I didn't get lunch. And although I drank plenty, it wasn't enough up a few pounds and I know why. And I still feel the effects of the sun. Yeah. What the F is with this weather? One minute I'm like, we leave in the house in a park and the next I'm like sweating my ass off. Same. And it was so interesting. You know what was really interesting about that? Because our bodies have already started to transition into fall. And so our bodies are already like transitioning, regulating body temperature and stuff. Because like it was summer, like in the summertime, right? You could be in the sun all day, you drink your water, do your thing, feel great. Like well, I, could, I could be at the summertime, I could be at the beach all day. 
and not feel how I felt on Sunday. But it's because my body's already started to regulate my body temperature and switch over into fall mode. And so when I went back and got hit with the hotness, it was like, oh my God, what's what's so freaking hot? Like, you know, I love the heat, which is really cool. So again, being in tune to that, right? And you'll be being in tune. This whole program is so cool because it really puts you in tune with everything across the board, right? What to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, how you're feeling, what you need, where you're at, you know, and you know, your relationships with people and like all of it. It's just so cool. I got to go, you guys. I got to go. I love this week of mindfulness. I hope that you take a minute and, you know, reflect on how mindful you were during your weight loss journey, how, how you need to be mindful now that you're in maintenance. But what does that mean to you? You know me, what's your focus? Um, are you going back to asking the four questions? Did you drop the ball on that? And if you and if you did, do you need to ask the four questions? Can you look at your food and know if, without even asking? You just know, right? Do, are you very clear on picking up your signals of, you know, when you've had enough, right? Like maybe that's, you don't need to focus on the four questions. Like have it sort of come, process it more natural, right? You don't have to sit there and be like, am I hungry? You already know. How is this portion for me? You already know, right? How am I feeling now that I'm hungry? You already know. You know this, so trust that, right? There's a level of trust that you can bring into this mindfulness having gone through everything that you've gone through on your weight loss journey. You know, sometimes we though, are we as we know in this group, we struggle with trusting because we've been here before and look what happened, you know? And I guess that's what mindfulness is all about. I gotta go, you guys. I love our conversations. I hope you are all excited for this week. Hope you got some fun stuff planned. Hope you're feeling great. Um, I will be back on a Wednesday. So tomorrow, I think um, Odette's going to stream in the Atlanta McGinn conversation on sleep. And then um, we'll be back Wednesday to weigh in on Wednesday. We've got a ton of stuff for you this week. Anyway, have an amazing day. I'll check. I'll able to check in later, hopefully on time next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.